On the Blaze Radio Network. So uh, we've gone from um, low 30s all week long last week when I was uh, visiting in Utah. Very cold. Uh, And what was it, 85 yesterday here? Something like that, yeah. In uh, the Dallas Metroplex? (laughs) 85! Okay, it's too soon for that. Can we stop? It's a little ridiculous. Somewhere in between would be nice. I think 65. That's what I'm thinking. Can we do 65? I mean, it was a perfect weekend here. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know when you get back. Because uh, we, we, got... we, were, we were wondering if maybe you were stuck at the airport all week. No, I was not. Because of the weather out no. west. And, and you guys were all predicting, you're not going to get out of here on time. You're not going to make it. That's not going to be that's not gonna be a flight for you today. You're, you're going to be canceled. Left right on time. Good. Right on time. That's good. That's an both, anomaly in Joe Biden's Both America. going and coming. And so. Good job. Yeah. I mean, I didn't do it, but the uh, airlines both did, so that was nice. Uh, by the way, American Airlines, when are they going to join us in the 21st century with the TVs on the back of the seats? When are they going to do that? Mm. Sucks. That's weird. So then we, we took American on the way there. We took Delta on the way back. Delta's got the nice TVs in the back. I think JetBlue was the first to do that. Were they not? It seems like. I don't know. But uh, but now it's kind of universal, except with American. I don't know. What? Mm. A TV in the back of the chair in front of you? For what? What would you do with that? <laughs> uh, and uh, but You brought your tablet, right? Yeah, and I brought my tablet, of course. You didn't leave in the rental car. I did. Yes, I did. No. I. <laughs> on the way back home, I left it in the Uber. Uh, that gave us a ride back. So, had to get a hold of Uber, and they got a hold of the driver, and he called me, and we arranged a little, you know, he came back to my house about two or three hours later, so he was really cool, and uh, gave him a little tip for that, because I need that thing. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it was nice. But yeah, I'm, is that ridiculous? That's right. I I had, and it didn't even occur to me that I lost my last one last year. Yeah. In the rental car at Disney. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Bro. I know. I know. Fix that. What are you going to do? <laughs> Not forget it. Yeah, that's probably good Can you put one of those little like, air tags or whatever they're called? You could put like a, a little, uh, you could put a little tracker on that. Mm. That's a good idea. They have those little Maybe things. Maybe put a leash around my wrist and then attach it somehow to the iPad so that <laughs> You know, I'm always tethered to it, and now I won't thinking. forget it. Now you're thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, last night on Fox, Tucker Carlson went through some of the previously unreleased January 6th footage. Here's the thing. There's only 40,000 hours of it. <laughs> 40,000 hours. Yeah, they got through that fast. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they've done the whole thing. Yeah. Yet. I think they probably... Did he say they got through the whole thing? I didn't hear him say that, but I didn't either. Uh, they've had it only for three weeks. Yeah. So, kudos. I mean, I would doubt that they've seen it all, but they've probably seen enough to where, okay, we got to show this. Oh, yeah. All right, we got to see this. Uh, so, you know, the QAnon shaman who was made such a big deal out of because he was wearing horns. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So what? Yeah, that, uh, the, the most dangerous man in the world. Probably added uh, 12 months to a sentence. Probably. Just for wearing Viking horns. He got four years, by the way. 
four years in prison for what he did. Well, you're about to see why. I mean, uh, oh, no. it's it, bad stuff, huh? Yeah. If you've got a weak stomach, you may vomit. <laughs> Just a little safety tip there for you. Right, you might want to look away from your screen because okay. here's what he was doing in the Capitol building. Uh, Dangerous conspiracy theorist dressed in outlandish costume mm-hmm. who led the violent insurrection to overthrow American democracy. That's, look at him. That's the for story these line. crimes, Chansley was sentenced to nearly four years in prison, far more time than many violent criminals now receive. Mm-hmm. What did Jacob Chansley mm-hmm. do to receive this punishment? Killed people. To this day, there is dispute over how Chansley got into the Capitol building. But according to our review of the internal surveillance video, it is very clear what happened once he got inside. Virtually every moment of his time inside the Capitol was caught on tape. The tapes show that Capitol Police never stopped Jacob Chansley. Huh. They helped him. They acted as his tour guides. Here's video of Chansley in the Senate chamber. Capitol Police officers take him to multiple entrances and even try to open locked doors for him. We counted at least nine officers who were within touching distance of unarmed Jacob Chansley. Not one of them even tried to slow him down. <laughs> Chansley understood that Capitol Police were his allies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Video shows him giving thanks for them in a prayer on the oh. floor of the Senate. Listen to this. Thank you, Father, for getting the inspiration needed to these police officers to allow us into the building. Wow, look at that guy. Isn't that something? Leader of the insurrection. Boy, he looked pretty insurrected, didn't he? Uh, he was all hopped up and, I don't know, crazy? Yeah, I need to settle down. Which, you know, in hindsight, you think, you know, I think we only saw a bunch of still pictures of him, didn't we? Seems you know, like, like, yeah. We never saw him yeah. like, breaking things or... You know, punching Was he people? the one that carried the podium out of no. Pelosi's office? No, that, oh, that was Via Getty. Remember that guy? <laughs> that was that guy. <laughs> Via Getty. How much time did Via Getty get? Cause I don't know. I don't even know how to search for the guy because I can't Google search. His Via photos Getty. through the years have just been so offensive. He should do life. That's yeah. what he should do. <laughs> Let's see. Carried Pelosi lectern. Uh, sentence. Let's just see what happened here. Let's see. Adam Johnson. Okay. So uh, that wasn't him. Uh, that 75 wasn't days. Shaman. 75 days in prison. Bastard. <laughs> Deserved about 7,500. Thank you. Uh, all right. We also learned some interesting information about Ray Epps last night. One of the enduring mysteries of January 6th is the role that intelligence and law enforcement agencies played in the events of that day. We know there was some number of undercover federal agents in the crowd at the Capitol. Officials have since admitted that under oath. But what exactly were they doing there? The January 6th committee worked hard to hide the answer to that question. We do know from contemporaneous videotape that a mysterious figure called Ray Epps encouraged the crowd to go into the Capitol. For some reason, Epps has never been indicted for that. But there's no question he did it. We need to go into the Capitol! Under public pressure, the January 6th committee finally interviewed Ray Epps. Epps told the committee that he never entered the Capitol and therefore never committed a crime. His text messages showed that at 2.12 p.m., he boasted to his nephew that he had, quote, orchestrated the protests at the Capitol. He admitted he helped get people there. Yet, curiously, congressional Democrats consider Ray Epps an ally, not an insurrectionist. Mm. Tonight, we can tell you that at the very least, Ray Epps lied in his sworn testimony to the January 6th committee. 
Epps testified that when he sent the text messages to his nephew, he had already left the Capitol grounds to return to his hotel room. That is not true. The surveillance footage we found shows that, in fact, Ray Epps remained at the Capitol for at least another half an hour. You're seeing that on your screen now. What was Epps doing there? We can't say, but we do know that he lied to investigators. The January 6th committee huh. likely knew this too. Democrats had access to the same tape, yet they defended Ray Epps. No honest investigation would do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But it was such an honest investigation. Sure. As we've learned. Sure. Completely nonpartisan. And how about uh, Officer Brian Sicknick being beaten to death with the yeah. fire extinguisher? Or at least January 6th committee knew perfectly well that times. Brian Sicknick was walking uh-huh. normally through the Capitol after he after. was supposedly murdered by Trump supporters. <laughs> and they know that because they saw this tape. Uh-huh. We can be sure because the footage contains an electronic bookmark that is still archived in the Capitol's computer system. Mm. That means that investigators working for the Democratic Party reviewed this tape. They saw it. Hmm. But they refused to release the tape to the public. Why? Because this tape would shatter the fraud they were perpetrating on the country. Because hiding the truth served their political interest. They lied about the police officer they claimed to revere. If they were willing to do that, then their dishonesty knew no limits. Right. And he died, by the way, from... Was it uh, multiple strokes? I think he had two strokes. Yeah. So After the fact. I guess that was brought on by what happened that we just saw, which was nothing. Walking around. Nothing happened to him. Walking around the Capitol. Yeah. Completely unmolested. Unmolest- he, he wasn't being hurt or beaten. Nobody hit him in the head with it. How long did the New York Times stick with the story that he was beaten with a fire well, extinguisher? The president of the United States is over a month. With that. Yeah. Over a month. And his family even said, uh, no, I think he died of strokes. I mean, from the beginning, the family was saying, "Mm, I don't know about that. Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, Benny Thompson, Zoe Lofgren, Adam Schiff, Pete Aguilar, Stephanie Murphy, Jamie Raskin, and Elaine Luria all need to be held accountable here. Yeah. They knew all of this stuff. Of course they did. These people are complicit in this Fraudulent storyline. It's mm. it's grotesque. Our system of government, man. Just. I mean, Tucker pointed out last night that there there were people um, wreaking havoc. That there was a small percentage of people out of who knows three million, maybe estimates. I've heard up to three million people were there. And when you see the crowd uh, from um, from from the air, you can tell it's. An outrageously large crowd. It's gigantic. And so you had a few malcontents, and we don't even know who they were inspired by or really who they were. Were they Antifa? Were they Trump supporters? I don't know. I don't know. Was it a combination of the two? Probably. Probably was. (laughs) The investigation now... And we have another clip that we can play here. But uh, the investigation now needs to focus on these committee members mm-hmm. and their own um, lies and uh, being complicit in pushing this false narrative. But we also, um, we need to see and we need to learn as the American people how deep the deep state 
was involved in orchestrating this thing. Remember, Nancy Pelosi was filming a documentary and looking out the window going, here we go, all right, cool, all right, here, now it's time. She knew this was happening. She's the one that made sure the Capitol Police officer had the, dire- uh, had the directive to guide people through. Mm-hmm. And she's the one that turned down Trump's offer for uh, some sort of uh, protection and support there that day. I mean, this thing is the biggest sham. Ugh, this is gross. So what was the real point of the January 6th committee? Clip four. But the point of the January 6th committee was never to investigate anything. The point was to stage a made-for-TV show trial. From the opening moments, the tone of the hearings was almost comically overheated and polemical. There is not a tragedy in American history that Democrats didn't liken to the protests of January 6th. I'm from a part of the country where people justify the actions of slavery, the Ku Klux Klan, and lynching. How staged and fraudulent was the work of the January 6th committee? Democrats hired a Good Morning America producer called James Goldston to dramatize the footage they released. They even dubbed in audio to make the pictures more sensational, as in a document. Oh my gosh. The networks carried it all oh. live as if it were real. <laughs> yep. Oh man. That's, ama- that's amazing. They dubbed in audio? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. What a scam yeah. this is. What it, a sham. Uh, what a hoax. Unbelievable. And, and we would not know all of this stuff if not for the House of Representatives. Kevin McCarthy. The skin of their teeth going yeah. to Republicans. And I, is that, I wonder if that was one of the deals he made with Matt Gates and Maybe. Yeah. Marjorie Taylor Greene. we got to release it all. And good for him if he yeah. did, because... Because that enabled Tucker to see that, oh my gosh, they even overdubbed the audio. And then there's more on the way tonight, so should be interesting. Um, there's another longer piece, and it's got some other interesting information at the beginning. So we'll only play a portion of this, because it's really long. Uh, but go ahead and play uh, the Tucker segment that's about six minutes. We're, we're just going to get through a, a little portion of it here. We're going to begin tonight with footage that shows you what was actually happening inside the Capitol. The footage does not show an insurrection or a riot in progress. Instead, it shows police escorting protesters through the building, Mm -hmm. including the now infamous QAnon shaman. Watch. Okay. All right. Here's the malcontents. Right. Of January sixth. They're familiar because they've been playing on a loop on every media outlet in America for the last two years. There's a reason for that. But it turns out there's quite a bit of video you haven't seen. Mm -hmm. And that video tells a very different story about what happened on January 6th. Peacefully through the Capitol. More than 40,000 hours of surveillance footage from in and around the Capitol have been withheld from the public. Look at that. Once you see the video, you'll understand why. Taken as a whole, the video Uh record does not support the claim that January 6th was an insurrection. In fact, it demolishes that claim. And that's exactly why the Democratic Party and its allies in the media prevented you from seeing it. Uh-huh. By controlling the images you were allowed to view from January 6th, they controlled how the public understood that day. They could lie about what happened, and you would never know the difference. Hmm. Those lies had a purpose. They created a pretext for a federal crackdown on opponents of the Uniparty in Washington. Our office wants to ensure that there was shock and awe that we could charge mm-hmm. as many people as possible. The first thing you notice from viewing the full video record of January 6th is just how many people entered the Capitol building that day. 
Hundreds and hundreds of people, possibly thousands, over the course of about two hours. The crowd was enormous. A small percentage of them were hooligans. They committed vandalism. You've seen their pictures again and again. Sure have. But the overwhelming majority weren't. They were peaceful. They were orderly and meek. These were not insurrectionists. They were sightseers. Uh Footage from inside the Capitol overturns the story you've heard about January 6th. Protesters queue up in neat little lines. They give each other tours outside the Speaker's office. (laughs) They take cheerful selfies and they smile. (laughs) Look at this. They're not destroying the Capitol. Incredible. They obviously revere the Capitol. You've seen that here. They're there because they believe the election (laughs) was stolen from them. They believe in the system. Yep. Here's the man you've heard referred to as the QAnon shaman. All right, we, the we, and we saw that part. So, These okay, not- uh, over and over and over, he showed footage of peaceful people walking through the Capitol. And as he said, not during an insurrection, but people who re- not just respected the Capitol, but revered it. And that was the vast majority of people who were there. Uh, just absolutely amazing. Absolutely incredible. Let me tell you about Eden Pure Thunderstorm, the three-pack. Because you can purify the air in your home. You can get healthy, clean, fresh-smelling air. Eliminate odors. Kill mold and mildew and bacteria and viruses. The Eden Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier uses Oxy technology that naturally sends out O3 molecules into the air. And that seeks out the odors and the air pollutants and destroys them. So it's just so great. It doesn't mask the the smells uh, or just cover up bad odors or pollutants. It eliminates them. And right now, you can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for whole home protection. You get three units for under $200. That's a fraction of what you would pay uh, for other pure air purifiers that can go for over $600. Put them in your basement, your bedroom, your kitchen, wherever. You know, you got strong odors that last for days after cooking fish or something or something burns in the stove and you just can't get rid of that smell. You're going to love the Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifiers because it will. It will rid your home of those smells. So easy to use. There's no filters to change. You plug it in, you turn it on, and it works. With this special offer, too, you're getting three units for under $200. Go to Eden Pure, E-D-E-N Pure, EdenPureDeals.com, put in the discount code PAT, and save 200 bucks. Just that easy. That's EdenPureDeals.com, discount code PAT. Shipping is free. That grain is unleashed. So out of the two or three million people that were there, at least that I've heard were there. Um, Man, that is a big crowd. I mean, that's gigantic. I have not heard that number. Um, And nobody will say it. Nobody will say it. Have you heard an estimate at all of Uh, the crowd size? No. Well, I mean, you remember how they treated um, uh, the 28th, 828. Oh, gosh. Where we had 500,000 people, and Uh, CBS News estimated 87,000. Yeah, (laughs) 87,000. So you're you're not going to hear that number because they don't want you to know it. Uh, and what two thousand people went inside the Capitol building? They think about two thousand people. Okay, I, so the only yeah the only <laughs> thing I'm seeing, and if you have another number, um, cool. I just this Newsweek thing says 
120,000. Um, that is the only estimate that I can find anywhere. But like you said, they don't want you to know Completely how, angry, selling that short, how, how angry people were. Yeah, so, so stupid. 120,000. <sighs> okay. All righty. Uh, 888-900-3393. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, it's just like, you know, Joe Biden got 81 million votes. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers go the opposite way for the other side. Uh, so that's great. Uh, yesterday, Biden gave a speech. Oh, good. I love it when he does these. Me too. He's so good. He was able to find a spot where he could whisper to us again because we all love that so much. And it's so charming coming from him, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yes, here he is. Charming us. Well, I'm telling my colleagues, don't leave till we finish the job. <gasps> we got more to do. I'm determined to finish the job. Are you? That's, okay. that's what we're afraid of. Don't leave till we finish the job. Still out there telling about his uh, about the time his house was struck by lightning and burned to the ground. <laughs> wait. Nothing but ash. <laughs> wait, wait, is that right? <laughs> yeah, here he is okay. uh, talking about it again. Lightning struck in a pond behind my house, went up underneath conduit, caught, the, uh, uh, caught fire underneath the floorboards of my house. And uh, it was during the summer, air conditioning was on, smoke that thick all three stories. The reason I can show you that is because every piece of furniture had to be replaced because of the smoke. But guess what? What? My fire company was there to go in and save my wife, get her out, the cat, and my 67 Corvette. Uh (laughs) Oh, where you stored the classified documents? The good thing. Okay, good. Good. I'm glad. Yeah, where are you going to put those? And this guy, as people were commenting um, that, that have experienced small fires like that, because so you said his house burned to the ground, right? Yeah, yes, nothing burned, but ash. Just, yeah, completely what, to the ground. What there were was, the actual details? It wasn't though. even the foundation. Right. <laughs> well, the fire was considered small uh-huh. by the fire department. Yeah. It was contained to the kitchen. Uh, but that's not, of course, how he tells no. the story. And a lot of people online, after he said that yesterday, were like, okay, I've had a similar you know, kitchen fire. You don't replace all, all the, furniture. the furniture. Yeah, you, you Every easily... piece of furniture they, they, was replaced. Yeah, they were talking about how you know you get this like oxygen thing, whatever. Anyway, and there were, a lot of people were saying how uh, this is insurance fraud. If you replaced every <laughs> piece of furniture in your house, bro... Uh-huh. Uh, of a kitchen fire? Uh-huh. Come on now. Uh-huh. <laughs> this guy. I can't stand and how many him. times is he going to tell this story? How many times do we have to hear the same things over and Honestly. over and over? Honestly. We could put... How, how many spaces is this? One, two, three, four, five, six... About 30, 30 different uh, things there. Mm-hmm. You'd only need a third of those. And you could put every story... Caleb, you can get a shot here of the wheel. You could put every story... Mm-hmm. That Joe Biden has ever told, and it was just you could just rotate in there. You got Kevlar vest, yeah. You got Bo, right? right? You got don't jump, don't jump. Uh, you got the train, train with Ange, who's been dead since about eighteen thirty. Yeah, so we got the fire story, uh, the fire story. Oh man, uh, I mean, then then you spin the wheels. Like, all right, which story you want to tell today, Joe? Then you got the various pandering. Uh huh. But it's to whoever. He's, he's addressing at that particular moment could be puerto ricans could be jews it could be black people uh so those are fun too uh but also apparently he had an aneurysm while discussing his two aneurysms this is amazing 
Ironic. And I uh, had uh, these terrible headaches, was diagnosed with having a... a, uh, a uh, uh, anyway. Anyway. They had to take the top of my head off a couple times, <laughs> see if I had a brain. <laughs> No, they had to no. take the top of his head off. Yeah, they, they had. So his house burned to the ground, nothing yeah. but ash. Had to replace everything, including the foundation. It was burned. The foundation was just burned to nothingness. Mm -hmm. And then he had aneurysms where they had to take the top of his head off well, a couple of times. Well, they did. They did those surgeries. Yeah. Um, I love that they took the top of his head I off. I just think we could have saved the doctor some trouble. I mean, I think it's pretty evident that you don't have, you a, don't brain have a brain in there. No. You don't no. need a surgery. That Biden to... really is stupid. He doesn't know it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's... And then, of course, when it was over, he had, as usual, no idea which way to go oh. to walk off the stage. Oh, no. Was Jill not there yesterday? No. Oh, boy. Remember, she's gallivanting. Oh, yeah. She's been overseas without him. She's given hmm. to NFL games without him. Uh, she's been all over the place without Joe. Okay. Okay, wait, no, over here. No, wait. Look at how energetic I am. I almost skipped. That's how energetic I am. Yeah, he thinks that like if uh, if you move his arms real fast, uh huh, yeah, you know, that you think, oh like, wow, you know, I mean, look at that vitality. Just swing my arms a little bit high, you'll think I'm running. Look at this, I uh, oh, <laughs> he sucks. Oh man, he's the worst, absolute worst. But the healthiest man who's ever held office, mm -hmm. uh, any office anywhere. In the and world, he's got so much left to do. Oh yeah, yeah. Please, uh, mercy. Mm. We got it. We're done. Please. There was a uh, another article today about uh, the Democrat field and Ooh. who's going to run if he doesn't, because they don't want him to. You know, most Democrats do not want Joe Biden in twenty twenty four. First of all, a lot of them don't believe he can win, and I think secretly they won't say it out loud, but they know he's compromised. They know he is. In so many ways, man. In so many ways. So many ways. Both uh, corruption-wise and uh, and mental capacity. So, yes, there are high-level Democrats who are looking elsewhere, and some of them are looking to Michelle Obama. Oh, gosh, please, no. Now, she's, she's frightening to me because yeah. for some reason, she tests really well. She polls really well. Like, most Americans like her. Yeah, even love her, and a lot. I tell you what, it, it, it a lot of the campaigning pad is in the summertime, mm -hmm. and you know where she'd be showing those arms. That's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, the you, arms. You can't. The arms alone win her the White House. I mean, the the independents are going to see those arms. <laughs> They're going to go, whoa, whoa. Those arms need to I be. Mean, we're already in the third term of Barack Obama. I know. Do we need no. more? No, please. Oh. Please no. Is she finally proud of America? Well, she was proud for the first time in her right. adult life right. okay. uh, once her husband got the nomination and she realized she was going to go to 1600 Wait. Pennsylvania Avenue. What if she runs and gets more votes, gets more votes than Barack? How would you like that conversation Ooh. around the house? Yeah. <laughs> Man. He couldn't take it. That, that's, that's when Barack would lose it. What was it she said a few weeks ago about... Um, I don't know how disgusted she was with Barack. They were what? they had trouble in their marriage. Oh yeah, remember you that? Something yeah. Yeah. 
So if she were to get more votes than him, I bet that'd cause a little contention in the home. <laughs> but she has repeatedly said she's, she has no interest in running for president. So I'm hoping that holds because she's, she's a frightening candidate. She is one that I think could win. I don't know why. I don't know how. But she could win based on polls. Uh, the other candidates, of course, uh, Kamala Harris has no shot. I mean, I hope they do run her if uh, Biden doesn't run because she has no chance. Other candidates, they're bringing up the old guard, Hillary Clinton, John Kerry, or Al Gore. Now, Hillary is 75 now. So so is Gore. Uh, Al Gore is 74, oh. and John Kerry is 79. So in two years, you got 77, 81, and 76. And the only declared Democrat thus far is Marion Williams. Oh, jeez. Who's also 70, by the way. We got might get some yodeling at the debates, though. Uh, that'd I'm be cool. Looking forward to that now. Yeah, wouldn't that be uh, fun? And uh, RFK Jr., right? He is considering a run. RFK Jr.? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I hadn't seen that yet. Either he's getting pushed to run or wow. considering it. But <laughs> he's I mean, got no chance either. I mean, even Democrats don't like him because of his stance on the vaccine. Mm-hmm. They're pissed off at him. Mm-hmm. How dare you say anything about that vaccine? And and I am that not. That is our sacred elixir right now. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah. You might get some independence, though, with that stance. And and I'm not trying to be insensitive whatsoever. I'm just being a realist. But the debates would be really rough for him oh, yeah. with his voice. Oh, yeah. That's so for sure. Uh, others? Elizabeth Warren? Bernie Sanders, who, by the way, would be 83. Uh, Amy Klobuchar, Cory Booker. They've got, again, they've got no bench. I mean, it's really bad. Pete Buttigieg, another possibility. (laughs) Buttigieg is only 41, though. Jeez, that's frightening. All right, more coming up in just a minute. All right, got some tweets here. Big poppy tweets. I had posted a couple of those clips on Twitter on January 7th. Oh, wow. The next day, my original Twitter account was deleted. Just stone cold deleted. Good for Tucker for having the guts to do this. Hi, plain stranger. The lemmings that watch the mainstream media won't see the video because they refuse to watch Tucker or any credible sources. They'll be told there's nothing to see, nothing new, and they will believe it. Yep. Yeah. That's very true. Mm. Holy Smoke 1776 tweets, uh, we can point out what really happened on January 6th all we want, but nothing changes in this country until people are held accountable. Not one of these Democrats will be held accountable. Pathetic. I'm afraid of. Caffeinated Texan, wait, you're telling me a group of career politicians investigating an event with a clear bias then lied about it to the American people? I'm shocked. (laughs) Shocked, I tell you. I know, breaking news, right? (laughs) And from Craig Stevens, please talk about the lives that were destroyed by sitting in jail for nothing or the suicides that the federal government is completely responsible for. Please. Yeah. Yeah, and and we've talked about that in the past, but... It's worth mentioning again how many people sat there for how long in in jail in D.C. under terrible conditions. Yeah, that movie Capital Punishment really uh, talks about you saw you saw that movie. Yeah, Capital Punishment, the documentary of that day. It's despicable. Yeah. What happened to so many of these people who did virtually nothing, and nine months later are still sitting in a D.C. jail under conditions worse than Gitmo. 
in many cases, I mean, you had representatives go visit them and they'd come back saying, I mean, that's worse than than the terrorists have in Cuba that we're detaining there. I mean, they are political prisoners. There's no other definition. Oh, absolutely. They're political prisoners. There's no question about that. <sighs> the whole thing. Uh, I, I mean, yes, there was some violence. Yes, there was some chaos. No, there shouldn't have been a riot. There should not. It should not have happened. But to call it an insurrection, that's the hoax. That's an absolute lie. And and to say that five cops or five people were murdered there, killed that day by the mob, another outrageous lie. When nobody was killed on the other side, there were no cops or anybody else killed by that mob. People in the mob died. Mm-hmm. As you know, Ashley Babbitt, of course, was shot by a Capitol Police officer who paid no price for that. Uh, I think somebody was, one of the women was beaten or something by police. She died. Yeah. And then there was a heart attack or something uh, in the mob. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and honestly, this kind of goes back to our um, discussion before you left town about the Live Golf Tournament. And how people are up in arms that how could you go and play mm-hmm. a golf term such a repressive nation overseas? Yeah. About for, uh, what happened to Jamal Khashoggi? Right. Why? Why would you dare go and play in such a country like how that? How dare you accept two hundred million dollars? It's going to set up your family forever. Yeah. So I should play in the PGA Tour in a nation that has taken these political yeah. prisoners right. hostage. That's or, right. Or taken and put them away and thrown away the key, effectively. Which should be the answer when they're asked that by reporters. Sure should and then and then oh look so and so is a conspiracy theorist he should we should take all his sponsors away and then we go and we cancel somebody for daring yeah. to speak the truth on something all right <laughs> you can't win no uh and yesterday the person who's paid to lie about the liar in chief kjp was asked about the keystone pipeline because it would be going online right now sure would delivering so if the president allowed for my name nope and a little premature uh, play elation there. Uh, but uh, it, it'd be <laughs> delivering oil from a friendly nation. You uh-huh. know, we wouldn't be getting it from Venezuela or Iraq or Russia. or we, Yeah, we'd still be getting it from a socialist country. Canada. Yeah, but at least they're friendly. <laughs> With a smile on their face. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, she was asked if uh, Joe has regrets in shutting that down. So if the president had allowed the Keystone Pipeline, the Keystone XL, to go forward, it would have been operating today or very close to being turned on today. Any regrets about canceling that project and any consideration of reversing any energy policies for a more balanced approach going forward? So look, the president has been uh, very clear so about how he how he's approaching the energy uh, space. He's been very uh, clear about you know, that. He does it mm-hmm. in a way that is responsible. Uh, he does it does in a he? way that delivers for the American people. There's nothing uh, new here. Yeah, right. uh, the decision that he's made. My gosh. Uh, at, at the same time, you know, having one of the most uh, one of the most. Um, uh, important historical climate uh, when it comes mm-hmm. to climate change mm-hmm. uh, investments mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. policies that does that is not going to change on how the president uh, moves forward here. Mm. Boy, there was a lot of blinking going on there from her. Yeah, she didn't like that being back into that corner. Yeah, it's another indication of her lying, uh-huh. just like her lips moving when her, when she starts blinking rapidly like that, then you know she's lying. Eight hundred and thirty thousand barrels a day. I think it would have been. Huh. Yeah, it was it was up there. It was 
Yeah, it, it's significant. It, it would have been significant. And right now, I mean, there's a project, the uh, the Willow Oil Project in Alaska. Oh, we'll shut that down. Yeah, well, they're, they're waiting for Biden. Come on, Biden, what are you going to do? The AFL-CIO mm. uh, supports it. It would mean $17 billion annually for the federal government, and it would deliver 180,000 barrels a day. Oh, we can't have it. We can't have that. No. Mm-mm. Shut that down. Because, uh, first of all, the moose and their mating habits. Uh-huh. Okay, what about that? Uh, secondly, what if it ever spills? I mean, how many pipelines do you hear about breaking open I, and spilling? Let me tell you something. I never want to hear this federal government. I don't want to hear this no. Biden administration ever talk I about know. an oil leak again after what they did in Nord Stream 2. You right. can keep your hypothetical oil leaks in the middle of nowhere. Well, Nord Stream 2, oh not to mention, gosh. how about the train derailment? They don't give a rat's anus no. about. They don't care. They don't care about spills, about toxic waste. They don't care. It doesn't make a difference to them at all. Yeah, and confirmed, 830,000 barrels per day. Okay, that's a lot. We would be getting from Canada. That would have been nice. On Keystone XL. It was the first thing the man did when he got into office. I mean. Would that give Americans uh, a little bit of a breathing room? Do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> do we have that? I don't the know. KJP a little bit of a breathing room. Yeah, we played this last week. I want to play it again because yeah. it's so outrageous. He's looking for it. Okay, cool. KJP and- keeps mm-hmm. saying over and over. We'll show you here in a minute, hopefully. <laughs> a little bit because she heard the president say we need. It gives a little uh, Americans a little bit of breathing room. And- well, <laughs> she doesn't understand that saying. And it's so clear she doesn't know what she is saying. She thinks a little bit of a breathing room is a room mm-hmm. where you go to breathe. Yeah. yeah, and by the way, this might be a good time to bring up that um, Brian Slayton is a uh, Texas uh, state representative uh-huh. who yesterday um, filed uh, House Bill 3596. Mm-hmm. It is the Texas Independence Referendum Act, which would get the ball rolling on uh, Texas independence. Oh, yeah, we're so, going to talk about that. Oh, okay. If it passes, right, yeah. it's going to be on the ballot. Yeah. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would give Texans a little bit of a breathing room <laughs> in order to do our own thing. <laughs> a little bit of breathing room. That She's means, dumb. She's dumb. Yeah. A little bit of freedom, a little bit of uh, a break. It's not a place where you go and breathe. Remember, it's dumb and evil, and they meet in the middle, and it's the Biden administration. <laughs> this would be an example of dumb. Oh, she is so bad. So stupid. (laughs) Okay. And again, how do you, I mean, I don't know how many times she said she has said it. 13 at least. Oh, 13 at least. least, Nobody goes up to her and says, no, Kareem, it's a little bit of breathing room. It's not a little bit of a breathing room. That's not a physical place where you go. The breathing room is what he meant by that was that people will have a little bit more money so they can more easily live their lives. And and it gives them some room to breathe. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm glad you explained it. Yeah, uh, because she doesn't get it. And I can't believe nobody says it to her. They just let her keep doing it. And it's so asinine. (laughs) You sound so ignorant, so ridiculous. But they don't care. They don't care. The humiliation of our country just continues. I know. And it hurts. Oh, it hurts. Yeah, it hurts. (laughs) 
All right, let me tell you uh, about Factor. This year, um, Factor is here to help you achieve all your goals. You can fill up, fuel up fast with ready-to-eat nutritious meals delivered straight to your door. If you're like us and you get tired of trying to figure out what to make for dinner all the time you, and you don't want to make it and you don't want to go get the ingredients and all of that, this is so great because Factor takes care of all of it. If you're too busy to cook or you're just tired of it, I mean, you know, in my house, we've been doing it, especially my wife, for almost 40 years now. And so, yeah, there's some uh, there's some tiredness going on there. <laughs> We're a little sick of it. Yeah. So with Factor, <laughs> you skip the trip to the grocery store. You skip the chopping and the prepping and the cooking and the cleaning up. No matter what your lifestyle, Factor has delicious, flavor-packed meals to help you live life to the fullest. They've got keto if you want that. Calorie smart, uh, vegan and veggie, and protein plus options on the menu every week. Prepared by chefs, approved by dietitians. Each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long. 34 chef prepared, dietitian approved weekly options. It's so good and so convenient and affordable. Head to factormeals.com slash pat50. Use the promo code pat50. You'll get 50% off your first box. That's promo code PAT50 at factormeals.com slash PAT50 to get 50% off your first box. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right. I think we've got the, uh, we have the uh, room to breathe thing from her. Let's go ahead and share that because, uh, you're going to see how brilliant she really is. And it goes a little something. If Biden wants like to talk about breathing room, then Corrine has to talk about it too. And what I've noticed mm-hmm. is that Corrine is really bad at her job. And, you know, we're looking for, uh, we're looking for a plan. Uh, the president, mm-hmm. this was a plan that the president put forward to move things forward, right? To continue to help mm-hmm. Americans who need a little bit of a breathing room, as you hear the president speak to. A Wait, does... Kareem think that there's a physical place yes. called a breathing room? Yes, she does. Now, you've often heard the president talk about it's giving often, families a breathing room, Pause as we say, as the president says. A- you, you don't pronounce the T in often. It's often, not often. I mean, does she know anything? How did she become the press secretary? Uh, how? DEI. Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Okay, that's, that's your how. answer. Right, yes. thank I you. Mean, she's thank the same you for woman, that answer. Same woman who um, uh, caused the Nord Stream to pipeline the nordstrom <laughs> right and yeah. uh because it leads right to the department store yeah right so i mean it, it, there's countless things i can't think of the top of my head i'm having a brain fart like joe biden mm-hmm. but i mean there's mm-hmm. been multiple things that she has oh. no idea she, what she, she is saying she just butchers it all right let's see this a little this bit more fun. of a breathing room a little bit more oh my of god a she thinks it's a place <laughs> she does but whatever that, that's fine it, it's not like she says it all the time or anything Giving Except the American is. people a little bit more of a breathing room. Giving American American uh, middle class Americans a little bit of a breathing room. Uh, a little bit of a breathing room. That's a so little bizarre. bit more of a breathing room. The American people uh, really truly need a little bit of a breathing room. He wants to make sure that he's giving American families a little uh, bit more of a breathing room. I can't a little take it. bit more of a breathing room. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <laughs> and notice the Kareen is reading this line from uh-huh. her binder. So either. Uh. 
A, she can't read, okay. or B, it's actually written down that way. And there's a case to be made that it's B, because she says this line all the time. Mm -hmm. This is another way to make sure that we are giving Americans a little bit more of a breathing room. He wanted to make sure that the American right. people... Okay, I can't take it anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just too mm -hmm. humiliating. Yeah, it's yeah. It's humiliating. Yeah, last week she was uh, repeatedly <laughs> saying instead of a Nor Norfolk Southern, it was Norfolk Suffolk. What? Uh, uh, hold yeah. uh, Norfolk uh, Suffolk um, Thank you. Suffolk, uh, Suffolk, Suffolk, yeah. What? Uh... <laughs> Emer like Suffolk it, County? It, yeah, it was uh, instead of emeritus, uh, it was emeritus, if you recall that one. Oh, my God. There was uh, by uh, Carmel instead of by Cameral. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, uh, the, the Nobel Prize. Instead oh, of the Nobel right. Prize. Right, right. Uh, let's see. I'm just kind of scrolling through here. Jeez. Um, let's see here. What were some of these mm, other ones? That's great. But she's good, man. She is so good at this. Again, it's humiliating. It's humiliating. And this it goes, is the right. best America can yeah. do. Really? <sighs> but she checks in boxes. Yes, she did lots Minority, of boxes, right? Lesbian. Is she trans as well? Did she used to be a man and now she's a woman? I don't know. Who knows? But uh, she checks some diverse boxes. And so, bam! Here you are. You're uh, the press secretary. Because Congratulations. If you'll recall, when Dana Perino was in that same role for George W. Bush, uh -huh. and she was too young to remember the Cuban Missile Crisis, it was oh my gosh, incredibly big news among oh, the yeah. press. Like, yeah, yeah. oh my gosh, she doesn't know something that happened in the early '60s. What an idiot! <laughs> Yeah, it's something 40 years yeah. before. I mean, it was embarrassing, but it wasn't like this is uh, but just... But they never let it go either. Right, it just They was... harped on it oh. endlessly. Jeez. It's, 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 I, the double standard and is And they completely so ignore every every screw-up that, that she makes. Yeah, and it's the same thing for Biden and Obama. You <laughs> yeah, know? it is. The, the left it doesn't is. make fun of him the way they did George W. Bush's oh, no. screw-ups. It's just exhausting. The double standard is so gross. I'm so sick of it. I mean, yes, we feel guilty even pointing it out because it's so stinking obvious. <laughs> uh, late last week, Trump released a video detailing some of his future plans. If he gets reelected, uh, hopefully one of the plans will be to replace the White House spokesperson. Uh, that <laughs> would be that's a, that would be a really good start. High on the priority list, yeah. But uh, is this too long yeah, to play here? Yeah, too long to play here, yeah. But, okay, uh, we'll get into this uh, after the top of the hour. But he's got he's got some interesting things that he wants to do. <laughs> so, uh, and again, you know, this is the highest profile person who has announced so far. We'll see uh, who else jumps into this race. But we got Vivek uh, Ramaswamy. Mm -hmm. We've got, uh, who else has announced? Uh, oh, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley has announced. Mike Pompeo. Pompeo announced? Did he, is that official? I missed that. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I know he's going after Trump. <sighs> um, Pompeo. He was going after Trump's spending. So let's see. Has he announced wow. officially that? I don't know. Let's see. Uh, I don't know. And then, of course, you know, we're all awaiting Ron DeSantis' decision to either get into this or not. We'll see. Uh, 888-900-3393. More coming up.
Gray is here mm-hmm. on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, some tweets here. Microaggressor tweets, Hillary is 75. She didn't look a day over 97. Oh. Uh, Liberty Squirt, we are looking for a contractor. Adding a breathing room. <laughs> looking for recommendations on a reliable contractor who specializes in breathing rooms for single-family homes. Mm. Yeah, good luck. No, that should be great. Uh, Devin Crossley, I guess a breathing room is the newest room that will be made to go along with the safe spaces for college kids to cry in. Oh, yeah. Okay, sure. Uh, Free exercise tweets. Yes, KJP is clueless on this point also. The biggest problem is that she and her boss think it's the job of the president to give Americans and Ukrainians some breathing room. Mm -hmm. It isn't. Very true. Uh, From Monique, uh, when talking about KJP's mispronunciations, don't forget that she preferred, she referred to Canada as Canadia. That's right. <laughs> We're going to go to Canadia and get that balloon. Canadia. Oh, make it stop. Yeah, did they ever find those two objects downed? One in Alaska mm. and one in Canadia? Oh, Canadia. <laughs> It's a beautiful song. That is. It's it a is. beautiful yeah. anthem. You can't play really hockey is. in Canada or Canada without. No. no yes. Right. Uh, all right. We were telling you about uh, about Trump's future plans because, of course, he's running and uh, he's he's got some interesting ideas right now. Here's what uh, he had to say. Some of what he has to say about his future plans if he's reelected. Our objective will be a quantum leap in the American standard of living. That's what will happen. Here are just a few of the ways we can do it. Almost one-third of the land mass of the United States is owned by the federal government, with just a very, very small portion of that land, just a fraction, one-half of one (laughs) percent. Would you believe that? We should hold a contest to charter up to 10 new cities and award them to the best proposals for development. In other words, we'll actually build new cities in our country again. These freedom cities will reopen the frontier, reignite American imagination, and give hundreds of thousands of young people and other people, all hardworking families, a new shot at home ownership and, in fact, the American dream. Another big opportunity is in transportation. Dozens of major companies in the United States and China are racing to develop vertical takeoff and landing vehicles for families and individuals. Just as the United States led the automotive revolution in the last century, I want to ensure that America, not China, leads this revolution in air mobility. These breakthroughs can transform commerce, bring a giant infusion of wealth into rural America, and connect families and our country in new ways. Likewise, through our strategic national manufacturing initiative, which is going to be very big and very, very successful, we will turn forgotten communities into hives of industry, producing the goods we will no longer import from China. We will also have a major initiative on lowering the cost of living with a special focus on lowering the cost of a new car and lowering the cost to build a single-family home. And they will beautiful. be beautiful homes. Beautiful. And I will ask Congress to support baby bonuses <laughs> for young parents to help launch a new baby boom. <laughs> oh, uh, look at that. All right. 
I'm telling you, know, that <clears throat> he's a visionary, if nothing else. And, mm-hmm. I mean, look at Space Force. I mean, we're right. going to look back, I'm convinced, and say, thank goodness mm-hmm. Trump had the vision for that, especially when we hear what China's been doing lately. Right. But uh, anyhow, may, let's do it. Let's build some new cities. I'm all about it. Because the ones we have now, they're lost causes. I mean, they are hellholes. So, so many of them are. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Freedom cities, he calls them. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. And they're not like that. 15 minute cities. We have a pat head saying Cleveland, I, I, I don't know, is well on their way to becoming a fit. <laughs> no, no, Cleveland. You're not, it's too late for you. Um, and then I think she said Salt Lake and Draper, Utah also. Okay, this needs to stop. Ox, Our- Oxford, uh, England is pushing back. And, huh. uh, but yeah, so this one pat head was telling me that look out. They're coming here right now. No. Mm. No. You're not going to restrict my mobility. You're no. not going to destroy our way of life. Mm. We're Americans, damn it. You're not 15-minute cities. I'm on board with the Freedom Cities. Let's do that instead. Absolutely. And, you know, if not, there's always the possibility that Texas secedes from the Union. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we got that going for They're calling it Texit. Uh-huh. That's the exit of Texas from the U.S. Texit. Because there's an actual bill that is going to explore gaining independence for Texas again. Texas Representative Brian Slayton filed a bill yesterday at the state legislature that, if passed, would allow Texans to vote in the next general election if the Lone Star State should reassert its status as an independent nation. <laughs> now you're thinking, well, wait, can you do that? Can they? Can you safely and legally leave the union? The answer is no. No, we can't. Uh, but I think there's a there's an agreement we can break into five states, right? Is Isn't five that or the thing? Seven. It's something like there that. Were, there's a there was an old rumor going around that we still had the right to break off and go independent again because we joined as our own nation. Others joined as territories, and so. Uh, it was thought that Texas could do that, and then without any penalty or without retribution from the U.S. It's just not, that's not true. Uh, but Slayton officially filed the Texas Independence Referendum Act in the Texas House of Reps, which would place a referendum on the ballot asking residents to determine the state's future by exploring whether or not lawmakers should establish a commission to investigate the feasibility of Texas seceding from the Union and provide further recommendations to the state legislature. All political power rests in the people of Texas, and they deserve to have an opportunity to make their voice heard about the future of Texas, Slayton said. Hmm. Okay. The Texas Nationalist Movement, a cohort of approximately 440,000 Texans from across the political spectrum, has been leading the charge of the so-called Texit Coalition to gain independence from the federal government since its inception in 2005. So it's, this isn't new. Uh, in fact, it's it's been going on for quite some time. Before this commission, there was a lot of people that just talked about it separately. And then a group of people got together and are trying to make it happen. They're actually trying to make it happen. Uh, the president, Daniel Miller, of the group, said, uh, told the Daily Wire that its members represent the state of Texas more than the Republican or Democrat parties. No, I bet that's true. At the end of the day, the people of Texas want the right of self-government, he said. They don't feel like they're being represented in a system where they feel crushed under the weight of 180,000 pages of federal laws 
rules and regulations administered by two and a half million unelected bureaucrats. Wow. It's a good way to put it. Mm. Texans are tired of making decisions here at home and having them overwritten at the stroke of a pen by an executive order or a ruling from an unelected, unaccountable federal judiciary. Texans want the ability to govern themselves, and they believe that the best people to govern Texas just happen to be Texans. <laughs> okay. Well, if this gets through mm-hmm. and gets to the ballot, mm-hmm. do you think it would pass in Texas? Uh, I, man, it'd be close. It would be close. And then, with, that, you know, if it passes, if it passes the state house, and then it passes on the ballot, <laughs> then we'll have a conversation. Yeah, right. You know, right. Well, well, and even if it did pass, that doesn't mean we're doing it. You know, it's like both Oregon and Idaho voted for the greater Idaho thing. Those can those uh, counties there, yeah. Yeah, the counties that are involved in the greater Idaho situation, and I think the Idaho legislature, right? Both voted, yeah, yeah, we're into it. Well, you don't see Greater Idaho yet, and I don't believe you ever will. So, I mean, it's nice to talk about. It's fun to kick around. Is it going to happen? No. No, it isn't. Uh, All right. 888-900-3393. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, This is kind of fun because I think we're all sick and tired of the woke corporations doing their stupid woke nonsense why don't you just sell your product and shut up how about that you don't have a recent example of a company going woke yeah i do hershey oh Uh, that's right yeah Mm -hmm. let's see that again from yesterday can we see that commercial my name is Faye Johnstone. Ugh. I'm the executive director of Wisdom to Action. Yeah, you're a dude. We can create a world where everyone is able to live in public space as their honest and authentic selves. Yeah. Still see the a women dude. changing how we see the future at Hershey's Canada. See the women changing how we see the future that are not women. Those aren't women. They're men. Can't you find actual women <laughs> for Women's Month? Huh. Why is it men are dominating the scene of women? <laughs> I thought that was sexist and uh, and wrong. Yeah, you got to update for men to dominate nah, this you gotta, society. You got to update your definitions. Bro. Uh, do I? Sorry. Okay, because catch up. Mm, yeah, I was under uh, I guess the mistaken impression mm-hmm. that it being a man's world was a bad thing, and we should include women in all of that. And now. Uh, we're going the other way again. We're going back to men dominating everything, including women's competitions, uh, women's months, w- women's sports, yep, yep. everything. Yeah, we have the uh, what is the powerlifting? Women's powerlifting. Yeah, right. Went to court to try to uh, make it so that only women. Can you believe this? They only wanted women and, and being in the women's competition. Right? Isn't that ridiculous? And then Selfish. they lost. So dudes will be oh, a geez, part of the powerlifting. They lost. Um, competition now. That Team is USA. Crazy. It's insanity. It's absolutely insanity. But yeah, you got to push back on this stuff, right? Yeah, it's Hershey's yes. nonsense. And so uh, Jeremy Boring <laughs> over at the Daily Daily Wire did push back, uh, responded to the Hershey bar. Here it is. International Women's Day is upon us again. And I love an international woman. But our friends over at Hershey's. They don't even know what a woman is. They've hired a biological male to be the spokesperson for their Women's Day campaign. And they're calling that campaign, and I swear I'm not making this up, her, she. (laughs) Her, she. 
It's humiliating. And it's the reason that I'm launching Jeremy's Chocolate. We have two <laughs> kinds, she, her, and he, him. One of them's got nuts. If you need me to tell you which one it is, keep giving your money to Hershey's. But if you're tired of giving your money to woke corporations that hate you, and you're looking for a delicious chocolate bar from a company that actually wants your business, head over to IHateHershey's.com and order Jeremy's Chocolate today. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's great. That's a lot like the Harry's Razor thing they did. Uh-huh. Uh, so they're getting into all kinds of different products. They sold 200,000 chocolate bars in a day. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah. I love that. It just shows people are fed up. We're just done with this nonsense. Stop it. Stop. And, you know, they happen to be taking advantage of that sentiment, and uh, good for them. Good for them. Now there's this. According to a new report from business.com, a business resource platform, over 80% of non-binary people believe that identifying as non-binary would hurt their job search. Hmm. Similarly, uh, 51% believe their gender identity has affected their workplace experience or uh, vary or somewhat negatively. No. Ryan McGonagall, director of industry research at business.com and author of the report, says these stats show just how much work there is to do around diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging in the workplace. Oh, shut up. Speaking of belonging. Jeez. So we're, we're uh, walking around the campus of BYU last week. Okay. Because uh, I was uh, going to the, the the bookstore, the BYU bookstore. Did you stock up on some shop. stuff? I did. All right. Uh, to get some uh, Big 12 paraphernalia. Oh, yeah. You know, because that's coming up this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as we're walking through the uh, halls at BYU, we see the uh, Office of Belonging. The Office of of belonging and i thought wow that's heartwarming that is heartwarming i'm glad that they have an office of belonging because <laughs> if you didn't you'd have people who feel like they don't belong am i right that would suck right <laughs> that would suck man you don't want to yeah, would suck and it, you know then you'd need cry rooms oh like the university of utah has. well they got some over there yeah, yeah your, your rival at the u they've got the cry rooms but byu has the office of of belonging. Mm. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we come to this headline. Uh, Phantom resume test exposed some serious bias. Um, business.com sent two identical phantom resumes to 180 unique job postings that were explicitly open to entry-level candidates okay. in an effort to uh, test whether or not the inclusion of gender-neutral pronouns impacts how employers perceive resumes. Guess what? It does. Big, big difference, huh? Huge. I mean, this is this shows you what kind of shape America is in <laughs> and why we need offices of belonging uh-huh. at our major universities. The Phantom resume, including pronouns, <laughs> received 8% less interest than the one without. <laughs> And uh, fewer uh, interview and uh, phone screening invitations. Wow, that sounds... 8%! Uh, very scientific to send resumes to potential employers that mm-hmm. may just be like, ah, you know what, I don't I don't think we really need to hire this one. Uh, and it's not even real. Yeah. Over 64% of the companies that received these resumes were equal opportunity employers, and yet 8% of them 
I guess, ignored the resumes with she, him, or he, but they're her, making it them, sound they. like that was the determining factor. It could have just been. It like, could have been something else. Maybe we already hired someone. Maybe that, we're already good. You know. That's why it's completely unscientific. It's so and stupid. stupid. They're trying to make trouble where none exists. Oh, man. And then, and then they were hoping it would be this shocking double-digit number, like fifty-four percent. Yes. No, you got eight. And then you got this tiny little percentage. But that's like the margin of error. Uh, right. That is literally maybe we already hired someone for that position and we didn't call anybody back regardless of their pronouns are not on the resume such a great boy sucks <laughs> sucks all right let me tell you about birch gold group despite the u.s blowing through 31.4 trillion dollars in debt uh, the whole debt ceiling we blew through that in january the leftist white house still refuses to reduce spending they're not going to uh they won't well, now would be a great time to diversify into gold with Birch Gold. In times of high uncertainty and instability, gold is king. It's dependable. It's a safeguard against inflation. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or a 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you have to do. Just text PAT to 989-898 to claim your free info kit on gold and then talk to one of their precious metal specialists. Just so easy. Think about this. To dig our country out of this mountain of debt, every taxpayer in America would have to write a check for $247,000. You prepared to do that? No, I'm frankly not. So, protect yourself with gold today by texting PAT to 989898 or 989898, either way you like it. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, countless five-star reviews, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your future. That's Pat. Text Pat to 989-898 today. Pat Gray Unleashed. Get some tweets here. Carol Marks tweets, don't put your breathing room next to Jeffy's palace bathroom. Oh, yeah. We learned last week uh, that uh, one Jeff Fisher has a palace uh, for a bathroom. Oh, really? Very large. Hmm. Very, obviously, it's very, very large. Mm-hmm. And it's apparently his uh, escape from the world. Really? It's a palace. Oh, well, good. Yeah, aren't you excited nice. for him? I am, very. Yeah. Uh, from I Am Blessed, don't forget, Lightfoot is concerned about her personal hygiene. Oh, yeah, Lori Lightfoot, who lost in the primary, mm-hmm. finished third in the primary in Chicago. <coughs> Uh, she went out on lockdown to get her hair done. So glad. What will she look like now that she's oh. not in the public eye anymore? Oh, that's a scary thought, man. Isn't it, though? Oh, don't be doing that too early. Chicken Too Tasty tweets, If we build freedom cities, then California, New York, and Illinois should be banned from governing these places. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah the Roma? Yeah, right. The Texas, te- Like, Texas will actually leave the Union. They always threaten to leave. Texas is like that X that won't go away. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that, that uh, the Texans <clears throat> that are here now uh, would ever sign off on that. It, it, I don't think it, so. The, the sample I, I size is a little too diluted at this point. Yeah. yeah. There might have been a time when Texas would have voted to secede from the Union. Eh, I don't think that time is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zelda Lobar 10, if Jeremy makes peanut butter cups, I'm in. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if Reese's has been... Uh, have they been mouthing off on? Th- I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. They better not. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be threatening my PB cups. <laughs> you can threaten mine because I can't have them anymore. So I don't really. I don't care. Oh. Oh. So. So just mm. on principle. Yeah. 
You're not going to stand with us over <laughs> no, here? Not. You don't care no, anymore. Uh, I don't. You don't care about candy? No, I don't. Oh. No, I can't. Right. How's the uh how's everything going? Oh, Good. It's going well. Good. Yeah. Are you enjoying your new I've diet? I've had I've had more dips in my blood sugar the my, my glucose that I've had, you know, that has gone too high since I mean it's So you've overcompensated. Yes, apparently. Because okay. now I worry more about hypoglycemia hey. than hyper. So, Mr. Sean's a pathead because mm-hmm. he heard me talking about my blood sugar and how, like, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I just say that, like, I get, like, the shakes, you know? Like, oh, sugar drop. That's, yeah. that's, yeah, right. So that's what me, it is. He sent me these little, these little, uh, little tubes here. Uh huh. Glucose. Uh, I have no idea. I don't know this brand. They're not a sponsor. Have you Tra- tried it? Transcend. Yeah, it tastes pretty good. And uh, Yeah. Oh, I need gonna, that. Yeah. I, over the weekend, I had... But I, I don't, don't want to be responsible for you going up too high now. I don't know what was going on, but like, I'm not supposed to go below 90 right uh-huh. now. And and you can check on the fly, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've got this little device that tells okay. me. So this, uh, there's an, that's why I have it in here all the time now, because there's a, an alarm that goes off. I don't even have to point it at the sensor. It just knows it can sense it from over here or over here. Yeah, Bluetooth, right? Yeah, and it just, it uh, it goes off and if my glucose goes too low or too high. But really, I've mostly only had it go too low so it wasn't supposed to go below 90 the uh-huh. other the other day it went to 53 and it's so like oh that's where maybe something like that thing from mr sean's yeah would come in handy yes. right then you would drink you would eat this so you're you're obviously uh, staying a little bit more connected to your phone these days would you say i would say yeah ladies and gentlemen yesterday morning i was upstairs here at the blaze offices mm-hmm. and this individual right here mm-hmm. the new and improved pat gray mm-hmm. sent me a freaking text mm-hmm. i did he sent me a text like it wasn't even a response to me no he started the line of communication i was I, stunned i did yeah because it was getting close to 5 30 and i hadn't seen you yet which is somewhat unusual <laughs> and so i said i'm oh, like are you here yeah. i saw your truck are you here <laughs> yeah that's because i got here before <laughs> one o'clock on uh, yesterday morning i didn't sleep sunday night into monday so i came here and just did it early. I tried to go up. The, I the hate when that happens. I tried to sleep upstairs. I literally just laid there and wasted an entire night. Just, you, it I wasn't super that. comfortable and nice in your office. Oh, that in cot. order to bring on sleep. Oh, that cot is so good. Yeah. Huh? That's it's weird. So it's 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 <laughs> even more comfortable than my real mattress at home. Yeah, I bet. Oh my gosh, this Think. is a nightmare of insomnia lately. And I know about your new mattress at home, which is. You're pretty good, right? <laughs> yeah, I just can't sleep, dude. I literally, I couldn't sleep. I can't sleep on a floor. I can't sleep on a cot. I if can't, you can't sleep, sleep on, on that mattress. Overpriced mattress. I you can't. can't sleep. It's so unbelievable, man. Crazy. I'm comfortable laying there. It's just not working, man. <laughs> Help me. Help me. Uh, on Sunday, Antifa attacked a police training center in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get into that, show you some of the, the real highlights uh, from that event. Isn't that fun? Yeah, good people involved there. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Antifa group. The best. They're just a state of mind, really. Is that even a thing? No, it's not even a group. (laughs) It's just a state of mind. We'll show you that state of mind coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, speaking of Antifa, 
Were we? Actually, speaking of Antifa. Yeah, right before the break. Okay, good. Yeah, right. Um, Portland, Oregon knows Antifa pretty well, and uh, they've done wonders for that city. Uh, you got to love it. If you live in or near Portland, mm. you know how beautiful that city now is. <laughs> Man, they took a beautiful city and made it beautifuler <laughs> is what happened there. Yeah. Uh, it's so beautiful, in fact, so peaceful, so pleasant in Portland that Walmart has announced it is permanently closing <laughs> all of its locations in Portland, Oregon. Uh, we have nearly 5,000 stores across the U.S. <clears throat> and unfor- unfortunately, some do not meet our financial expectations. While our underlying business is strong, these specific Stores haven't performed as well as we hoped. Huh. People aren't going there because what? Mm, They're not safe? Or are people breaking in and just stealing things? Hmm. Well, you'd think that that, that people in Portland or you think environmentalists, you know, people Mm -hmm. on the left would really be upset at Antifa for all the amount of burning. You'd think so, yeah. And putting the crud in the air. Yeah. Uh, but they don't seem to be. No. Because they really don't care about the environment. The employees at the locations will have the option to transfer to Walmart locations outside the city. So I imagine, you know, suburban Walmarts will stay open yeah. in an, in the area. The announcements uh, come just a few months after Walmart CEO warned stores could close and prices could increase in light of sky-high retail crimes oh. affecting stores across the country. Theft is an issue. It's higher than what it has historically been. Huh. Interesting. He added that prices will be higher and or stores will close if authorities don't crack down on prosecuting shoplifting crimes. So apparently that didn't happen, and they're closing their stores in Portland, Oregon. Bye-bye. And so the next thing that the left will do is they will scream that, hey... Hey, there's a there's a uh, Walmart desert here in Portland mm-hmm. in the inner cities and stuff. Right? Why? What is it? Racism? Why won't you come to our communities? Because we don't want them burned to the ground, and we don't want you stealing our stuff. You can't win with the left. You just can't. Wait, Walmart can't afford some theft? <laughs> uh, are you yeah. kidding me? There you go. The Walton family has what? You multiply sixty-five billion times seven of them, mm-hmm. and that's a lot of money. And then you're going to raise the prices on products uh, to make up for it? That uh-huh. No, you can't be doing that. You because greedy bastards. You're pricing Americans out that need it the most, need this cheap stuff. That's exactly what but, will happen. But you were talking about Antifa. They, they of course, attacked that police center in Atlanta yeah. on Sunday. Um, and they basically just got all their little minions. Because the backstory on this is there's a police training center... In Atlanta. It's in the woods. Who knew that there was a part of Atlanta that wasn't already paved over and built on? Uh, and and so they gathered in the woods there and had this coordinated attack because, you know, having the police as a presence in your community is apparently this huge threat. Mm-hmm. You know, how dare you have a, a place to train them? Well, yeah. because what they do is they kill black people. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so they're training in there to kill black people yeah. specifically. Yeah, exactly. See, now that... Now I have a problem with it. Yeah. Okay. Now I now I Finally. see the point. Finally, you get it. Now I get it. So Antifa. So they set fire to a bulldozer yeah, on the property for one yeah. thing. Yeah, this is good video right here. Oh, look at that. More stuff into the atmosphere, Pat. They don't Jeez. care. Oh, that's good. And then, of course, they burn that down. And then uh, 
In huh. addition to that, they, of course, uh, stormed the place. With Molotov cocktails, uh, with fireworks, yeah. with, and security cameras caught what oh. was going on. Gosh, Look at that. man. That's rough. I mean... No, but the, see, there, it's just a state of mind. It's just an idea. Antifa. What you're seeing right now is a state of mind. You're not seeing a physical presence of people because there's no group called Antifa. Wait, wait, but keep it rolling. I, I see people. What is that? Is that? Those are states of mind. Uh, all of those figures there have manifest themselves looking like people, but they're just states of mind. That's wait, all. That's not what I'm seeing. That looks like a bunch of people what? coming out of the woods. What are you crazy? No, it's I'm a, looking right at it's it, Pat. Are you mind? Does your does Pat's monitor show the same video <laughs> that I'm seeing across there? Look at that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Bunch of lawless freaks. So Atlanta police were able to arrest 23 people no. associated with the attack. Uh, here's their mug shots. These are it's a good looking crew. That's right. These are uh, wonderful people. These are fine, upstanding citizens, and and here they are. Uh huh. Bunch of spoiled, stupid leftist yeah. buffoons. Bunch of angry white people. Uh huh. For the most part. Yeah, there's a couple of minorities, but uh -huh. it's mostly whitey. Mostly whitey. And in fact, I want you to I want you to look at the uh, is it Thomas Webb down there in the bottom left corner with a greenish shirt? Yeah, Thomas Webb. Uh, interesting fun fact about him. Um, he is a staff attorney with the. Perhaps you've heard of them. Southern Poverty Law Center. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, the Southern... So is he going to be on their terror list right, Exactly. Now? The Southern Poverty Law Center is who the FBI uses to tell them who's, who are terrorists in this country. Uh, your own attorneys. Mm. <laughs> this is... Yeah, and they came from far and wide, didn't they? So most of these people are in their 20s, maybe 30s. Uh, the oldest person I'm seeing here was born in 1980, so that'd be... What, 43? Well, 42, it looks like, because her birthday's coming up in November. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday in November. In November. To Colin Dorsey. Um, twenty. The oldest person uh, on yeah. this list of arrested people. So Okay. Mm. 23, mm -hmm. two of them are from the state of Georgia. This is, uh, if, if you couldn't organize more than two people locally, that's actually a good sign, right? Yeah. If you had to go to places yeah. like Canada and France to get 23 people to come out of the woods to you attack a police center in Atlanta? Canada? Is Can that what you're talking about? Because I don't even understand what Canada is. Yeah, sorry. Canada, yeah. Canada. I know. I misspoke. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That was weird. So, uh, boy, Massachusetts really uh, a big part of this. Several from there. But but look at this. This list is from all over the country. Massachusetts, Louisiana, Indiana, Colorado, Utah, Virginia, North Carolina, Arizona, Florida, Wisconsin, Maine, Tennessee, it goes on. New York, they—that's all they got for their little army to attack the Atlanta police. You literally yeah. went internationally to another continent, <laughs> and you only got—you got less than two dozen people. Maybe I think there's some they're still trying to track down, but I mean Amazing. that's a good sign, right? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> that, hopefully that police center has been there for quite a while now. They could have organized more. You would have thought, but I'm glad you would to see think. That. I'm glad to see that. Yeah. Uh, and how did they organize this? Was it on Twitter? It's, hey, we're going to show know. up and attack the police station here. Uh, please join us. They might have done it on Weird. Discord or WhatsApp or something like that. Which, no, I don't want the government being able to see your communications there. That's not the trade-off I'm willing to make for security. Mm. Mm -hmm. hmm. So you're not willing to give up your your freedom for your security? <laughs> you wow. got that right. Wow. Okay, whatever. <laughs> 
Whatever, Mr. Franklin. And I guess you're good with just people yeah, coming out of the I, woods I, attacking I police. So. Oh, I so guess you are. Oh, so you're anti-police now. All right. All I right. got it. <laughs> Why do you love Vladimir Putin? Why? <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> uh, well, the global situation, as we talk about every day, it's getting worse and worse. Uh, you just kind of wonder, geez, is Armageddon next? Um, <laughs> nobody knows, really what's going to happen but what you do know is that things are probably going to get worse before they get better and that's why you should stock up on emergency food you know you're going to need this food someday and it's delicious food that's the thing when you get stuck in that situation and you think well if i have to i will eat a stick with some (laughs) butter on it Mm, no you won't but (laughs) you don't have to do that when you've got food from my patriot supply stock up on their popular three-month emergency food kit three months that's enough to get you through virtually any disaster if it lasts longer than that well we're in a dire situation and that's where you might consider after you take care of three months you might consider a year supply uh, I know I certainly wouldn't have and did. So stock up like I did and and consider, at least consider for yourself and your family, a year supply. But right now, get started, just get started with the three-month emergency food kit because you'll also get $200 worth of high-quality survival gear as a free bonus. This is great. For mypatriotsupply.com. Your $200 bonus gear comes free with each three-month emergency food kit you order so everybody in your family is really well prepared. Act now. Sleep better tonight. Get this off your plate. Finally, knowing your family won't suffer if if it if worse comes to worse. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Enjoy free shipping, too, right now. MyPatriotSupply.com. Do it before it's too late. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Indeed. Uh, hey, has John Fetterman lost a little weight? Looks like in these pictures he's uh, it's trimmed down a little bit. Oh, did they get that thing off his neck? Maybe that. No, I don't think. Probably dropped. 50 I don't think they pounds removed right the there. goiter, but uh, okay. <laughs> let's see. What is he looking like? Because he's in this uh, fun little. He's looking hot. He's uh, <laughs> wow. he's in a a little center though for depression right now. Yeah. He's in the hospital. Yeah. Uh, and there's one of his aides, or I don't know. Yeah. Assistants. That's uh, Adam Gentleson. Oh, it's Adam Gentleson. Of course, I was going to say that looks like Adam Adam Gentleson. There you go. <laughs> Adam Gentleson. I don't know. Maybe, the not the Adam. Maybe Gentleson. he's the one taking the Is picture. It? I don't. I don't know. He's a member of his staff there. And by the way, that picture right there. Uh huh. Okay. So I doesn't he look trim? Uh, yeah. I mean, look at that. He's a. Uh, and you. What did you just say? You, you think he's hot or something? You say yeah, he's looking he's, real good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. No, I don't oh, know yeah. that. That's quite. That's right. Mama. There's not enough money in the world. <laughs> so, but go back to that second picture. Like mm-hmm. a creep, I zoomed in on the bottom of that there, and um, and it's that email that's printed up there underneath his little tablet that he didn't leave in a rental car, I'd like to point out. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's dated uh, Monday, March 6th. So uh, there's your sign of life. I guess he is actually alive, alive. and well, not a vegetable or okay. dead or, or all the rumors that we had last week. There you go. So he's fine. And that's why that's probably why they did that. 
and it was a productive morning, they said, with him yesterday um, because he, he they discussed the rail safety legislation, the farm bill, and other Senate business. That's good. And so he's well on his way to recovery right now. I'm glad to see it. Me too. I'm glad to see that Me too. his wife isn't going to be pressed into service. Yeah. Well, not yet, anyway, but maybe soon. Maybe Before soon. Before Easter. Yep. Um, uh, I, I, I do support fracking. I don't support fracking. Uh, I, I, I do support fracking. I don't support fracking. So, I don't know. What do you think on the fracking thing, uh, John? <laughs> I wonder if he was looking at that stuff yesterday. <laughs> I do support the rail safety bill. I don't support the rail safety bill. <laughs> I like the farm bill. <laughs> I don't like the farm bill. He's going to be good. Once oh, once man, he gets in a so groove, good. Pat, oh, step so good. back and watch the Fetterman oh, work. Yeah. The fur is already flying on the work he's doing. He's yeah. just so good. <laughs> that you, all you see is a blur of fur <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> but now the real test is going to be if they did cut that, that neck thing off, we're mm-hmm. going to know who's really in control. Because if, if, if the whole campaign was run by that, I mean, he so could fall apart. Sick. Sick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all that right. was a nice, that was a new hoodie I think he had on. Yeah, and good stuff. look good on him, sure. frankly. Yeah, you like him. Uh, speaking of which, Disneyland finally has has taken some steps that all of us have believed for years needed to be taken. They have finally removed... Zippity doodah <laughs> from its park parades because, um, yeah. you know, racism. Right. Because a black guy was singing it. Yeah. And, and you can't have that. When black guys sing songs, <laughs> you, can't, you, you can't have that. You can't have in a, a, movie. a happy black guy in the South, I think is what. what <laughs> that, no, I, that, that's, I mean, that's the complaint is you can't have this guy be happy in the right. South. Yeah. He's black. That's unacceptable. Well, and Song of the South has long been sort of banned or banished by Disney anyway, right? Right. Yeah. And so every aspect of it now is being cut out of the parks and the company and the movies and they don't even want to they don't want it even mentioned. But especially Zippity Doodada because oh, no. check but out these lyrics. You're not going to seriously read those. I'm going to attempt it right now. Yes. Bro. Yeah, I know. How long's the delay, Martin? Oh no. Listen to this. Okay. If you can do it without vomiting. <laughs> Zippity doodah. Zippity a. My, oh my, what a wonderful day. Oh no. Plenty of sunshine headed my way. Zippity doodah. Zippity a. You're going to keep doing this, aren't you? Well, yeah. Because uh, listen to this. Horrific, offensive lyric. Okay. Mr. Bluebird's on my shoulder. <laughs> did you ask Mr. Bluebird if he's a no. mister? No. And did he ask me if he could land on my shoulder? No. Personal space already, Bluebird. It's the truth. It's atch. Actual? Actual. It's actual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything is satisfactual. <laughs> Zippity doodah. Zippity a. Wonderful feeling. Wonderful day. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. <laughs> wow. And then so on. He and read so the, forth. Man. Yeah. That took guts. That that was uh, yeah. that was broadcast yeah. history, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. The, yeah. the guts Thank it you. took for you to read here all day that banned song from Disney parks. That is so offensive and so 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 racist. 
as you could see from and listen and hear from the lyrics. I mean, I don't even know how they got away with it in 1946. I really don't. Uh, because a bluebird actually does land on the black man's shoulder, I think, as he's singing the song. Mm-hmm. You can't have that. He doesn't, did not ask for, for permission. No. Um, no. And, and that's an issue. And I'm glad Disney <laughs> finally addressed this. Um, <laughs> so word. stupid. I thought things were going to get better when What's-His-Face came back. Bob Iger. Oh, yeah. When Iger came back and took the reins again, I thought, okay, maybe they're going to stop with it. Nope. In <laughs> fact, I think they're getting worse. Yeah. Remember, they're not in charge of uh, of the park anymore either. The state of Florida runs that. So, uh, And for a company that's hurting financially, maybe they're not so upset that they mm. don't have all those costs. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know but The autonomy's gone. So, you know, they... Uh, yeah. After uh, round and found thank out. Thank you, Ron DeSantis took <laughs> control back uh, from Disney of that area, which is interesting because they were autonomous before that. Yeah. And why should they be? You know, why should Disney uh, have that privilege when nobody else does? Uh, Russell Brand, man, this guy has changed more than just about any other person I can think of, any other high profile person. I mean, Russell Brand was an obnoxious <laughs> buffoon of a liberal. And now, I mean, he's he seems to be conservative on almost everything now, doesn't oh, he? Uh, he rightfully questions the government and he does. those that are in power. He questions the vaccine, which I, you can't do. That's verboten. I really appreciate uh, his voice on a lot of things, yeah. Um, so anyway, he was on Bill Maher's show with uh, former West Hollywood mayor John Hillman, who now works at MSNBC. Oh, it's like the same place. West Hollywood, MSNBC, uh-huh. Uh-huh. same thing. Well, the mayor of West Hollywood could not believe that Russell Brand suggested. I mean, listen to this. He thinks Zippity Doodah was outrageous. (laughs) So Russell Brand suggested MSNBC has a liberal agenda. Whoa! Okay, a bridge too far, Russell. What? I take back everything I just said. (laughs) You, sir, have stepped out of bounds. Here's what happened: anchor being on television, saying something they knew was false, and we're saying behind the scenes to people, "This is I'm about to go out, and we know. Can you pause this? We know that the election. Pause this. Okay, so." Um, is he talking about Fox here? Yeah, so uh, Heilman's saying that Fox News, this was, um, I think they were talking about January 6th. So this video takes on a different meaning from Friday night when it aired after Tucker Carlson last night played some of the January 6th stuff. So I'm pretty sure he's talking about January 6th and the election results and all this stuff, whatever. And he's just, he's out there ripping Fox saying, look, a bias. I can't believe that they perpetuated this lie. You know? Oh, my God. Anyhow, and so he's spewing. Huh. All right. Stolen or something equivalent, example, but I will go. But I will go out. But I will go out on television and say the okay. opposite. I will lie. When's I'll, my answer? Wait, wait, give, just give me a give me the specific example. I'm just saying basic okay. Give me a specific I, I, example. I, 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 all right. I'm with you. I think it's a false equivalency, Russell. It's a false. No, it's not. That's your own bias. It's a false. It's not about bias. It's a false equivalency because you don't actually know anything about any of these organizations you're talking about. Even on MSNBC once. Big deal. My darling, it was more than enough. You can't come out with such a 
a single, you have a single actual fact. Do you want an example? Do yeah, you want an example? Yes. The ludicrous, outrageous criticisms of Joe Rogan around ivermectin, deliberately referring to it as a horse not, medicine when they know it's an effective not medicine. Yeah, that, what not a Rachel Maddow turning up on the TV saying, if you take this vaccine, you're not going to get it, when it hadn't been clinically trialed for transmission. You have to listen. Do you think you can improve America by determinedly and avowedly condemning Fox News without acknowledging that you're participating in the same game? Did you not just listen to Bernie Sanders, someone who plainly legitimately believes in this country and believes it's possible to change, but is bound by corruption, is bound by the lobbying system? Surely it's clear to you, Bill, as one of the great pundits and experts and comic voices that systemic change is required. Money has to be taken out of politics. We need new political systems that genuinely represent ordinary Americans so that we can overcome cultural differences. And bickering about which propagandist network is the worst is not going to save a single American life, not improve the life of a single American child, not going to improve America's standing in the world, and the world needs a strong Mm. America. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. So you have an obligation, a duty, not to condemn these people. Uh, No, I have a... Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's great. I mean, can we just... Look, I appreciate voices like his. Yeah. But there's no R at the end of America. Right. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, that is Somebody true. had to say it. That is true. And and uh, one thing that he could have said is, you want some bias at MSNBC? I mean, the most iconic one is, this is a mostly peaceful protest. You just ignore the, the smoldering building behind me going down in flames. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's just, I mean, that Heilman guy is insufferable. Oh, <laughs> to deny that the propaganda at MSNBC is at least as bad as anything Fox News does on the other side of the spectrum? Come on. Yeah. That's just asinine. But I do appreciate, uh, and, and it's so sad, that we have to depend on foreigners time and time again, like Always. Russell Brand and Bono, to, to, to yeah. praise this country. Right. Because there's so few people doing it from inside our borders. Right. So I appreciate it when someone sticks up for our Me country. Me too. And, and again, Russell Brand has come a long way, yeah. baby, to get where he got to today. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he has his own brand of cigarettes now, oh. baby. Yeah, they're right but here. But he's come a long, long way. They're Target Candy brand. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I'll, I can never forget all the madness he used to spew uh, and, and the America bashing he did. It's just it's weird to me that this has happened. Well, I mean, and then he's sitting yeah. right next to Bill Maher, who really has also come around a little bit so, on many, many things. So many people have been red pilled. You know, they see yeah. the truth. I mean, the, the scales have fallen fallen off of so many people's eyes in the last few years. Yeah, it's because the left has gone too far. They've gone so far that some, like Russell Brand and Bill Maher, are like, okay, I'm not going with you Tim there. Robbins? That's just ridiculous. Tim, Tim Robbins, Tim Robbins is, is another great one. on Twitter. Um, and in fact, he defended Woody Harrelson last week. Uh, oh, yeah, you were out. I don't know if you saw uh, I did not. Woody Harrelson's comments. He talked about a hypothetical <laughs> script where, where I, you know, these big pharma makes this thing, you know, they, after you're locked into your home, and if you want to come out, you have to take our product and all this stuff. And so he, of course, got... Just, Bludgeoned? Oh, w- without question. Just, yeah. 
and so it was good to see people like Tim Robbins come out and defend his uh, fellow Hollywood yeah, star. He, he had an awakening on the vaccine. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. about anything else. And but I think a lot of this. Definitely on the vaccine. This, this weird era. It's opened people's minds. It sure has. It's good to see. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. We'll see you again on uh, Overtime, which is coming up. And back here tomorrow, Jeffy will join us for the this Wednesday program. Gray Unleashed.